Good morning and welcome at 734. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show Time Check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Kevin McCarthy, what's going on? Will he be Speaker of the House? Three votes yesterday, 0 for 3. He whiffed all three times. What's going on? What is Bobert and and Matt Gates and a few others? What are they really up to here? Maybe shedding some light on it. Former Congressman Ted Yoho joins us. Uh, good morning. How you doing? Doing great, Bob and Greg. Uh, I'm doing good and appreciate you having me on. Hey, it is great to hear from you. It's been way too long. So when you were in office uh, between 2013 and 2020, um, it, wasn't there some uh, controversy stirring? I remember a story, something about you were kind of left out there like the lone figure by yourself after others said, yeah, we're, we're all going to go along with you, and they didn't. What What's the backstory? Uh, the, the jelly backbones of members of Congress, some members. <clears throat> yeah, um, that was in uh, my second Congress. And, if you know, I just paint a scenario. I was a member of the Freedom Caucus. My first Congress was 2013 when I got sworn in. And I voted against John Boehner following the, the wants of my constituency. You know, he had a less than a 60, he had a 68% on approval rating. And um, so I voted against him uh, my very first vote. The second Congress, people wanted me to vote against him. And I said, well, if there's nobody to run against him, I don't know what I'm going to do. And they said, well, we expect you to run against him if nobody else is. So I, I listened to my constituents and I did that. And, uh, you know, what's going on now, the media, not you guys, but the, 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 uh, the mainstream media, they're depicting this as the now, what's happening right now. But they don't understand or they're, they're not putting in perspective of why the Freedom Caucus is standing up. In my third Congress, I voted for Paul Ryan, who was 100 percent establishment, as is Kevin McCarthy. And um, Kevin McCarthy led Donald Trump down the path of no return. You know, we could have gotten rid of Obamacare. Uh, they could have done that. And uh, he chose not to. And the other things he did, and actually he worked against Donald Trump in so many different ways. Um, and I was there firsthand, so I know it was the truth. And uh, he was the worst speaker we've ever had. <clears throat> and uh, very establishment, very, um, very rhino. And Kevin McCarthy has been there as long as Paul Ryan. And Kevin has never chaired a committee. He's never um, authored um, significant legislation until uh, I think it was two years ago. And these people are standing up to say the status quo has to change. And that was the way it was when I went in there. And there has to be enough people willing to stand up to push back against the establishment. <clears throat> Bob, if you think about it, when Cliff Stearns went into office in 1889, I think, or 1989. Yeah, it seems like, uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this country was two, $2.5 in debt. When he got out, it was at right at $13 trillion, And that's when I went in. And so it went up by a factor of almost six. When I went in, it was 13, 13 and a half trillion. When I came out, it was 28, almost 29 trillion. That has got to change because we're paying as much on our interest as we're paying on our military. Um, and it's unsustainable. And so the people of the Freedom Caucus understand that. The majority of them do that. And they want to change the dynamics in their for the betterment of the country and the media, the mainstream media is pairing them up and saying, 
these are obstructionists and that. No, they're the ones out there fighting to save this nation. Well, and, and, and okay, I can see that perspective, um, but I also have had Congressman Mike Waltz on the show several times, and he, to me, seems pretty rock solid, and he's saying, hey, Jim Jordan doesn't want the gig, and we're pushing off agendas we could be dealing with, like rescinding the money for the 87,000 IRS agents. You know, that's, yeah, I mean, that's true, but this is day one, and again, everybody's focused on day one. You need to play the long-term game here. Um, you know, they have so many things they need to do. They need to go after what the Democrats have done illegally, um, you know, and worked around Congress. A good example of that is what they've done with the food stamp program. Um, it didn't go through the Congressional Review Act, which they're supposed to, and they increased benefits 21% um, for various reasons, they claim. But it had no oversight by Congress, and they've done that with so many different programs. And those are the things that the Congress needs to go after. And they need to have the leader understand that this is what we want to do. And I think they need to push hard. And I think what you'll see is today you'll have a speaker pick. And my prediction is not going to be Kevin McCarthy because you got to go back to when Kevin ran before. There was a reason he wasn't elected and it's not real publicly known and i don't want to go into it but he chose to withdraw himself and it follows the same story as bob livingston who was elected for a day and uh, stepped down for uh reason okay so he's he's got some baggage there that maybe we're we don't know about he's establishment guy you're saying it's going to be somebody different it has to be somebody different if you want to change the status quo i'm on board with that mm-hmm. if jim jordan doesn't really want the gig and really doesn't want it what about a steve scalise and if not steve who else steve would be a choice um jim banks would be a choice kevin hearn uh out of oklahoma jim banks is out of indiana um, Jim is a very methodical guy, very organized. He was chairman of the Republican Study Committee. Kevin Hearn is that now. Kevin is a a, um, um, uh, a rocket scientist, is who he is. But he uh, owns a uh, chain of franchise or McDonald's. Very wealthy business guy, very astute. And if not him, Mike Johnson out of Louisiana, a lawyer who is the chairman of the RSC. Steve Scalise is a great guy. Uh, but Steve, I don't think, is the right person because he's establishment. And uh, he had me in his office the night we were going to, prior to voting for the repeal of Obamacare, and um, he told me this bill was going to repeal it. And I, I looked him in the, in, the, in the eye, and I said, Steve, you tell me that this is going to repeal it. He says, Ted, it won't repeal it. And so he, he's leading. he was leading people down that path. Mm. The other thing is... Keep in mind about Kevin McCarthy, under Paul Ryan, he brought forth that budget bill that was 2,600 pages, brought it out at 1130, 12 12 o'clock at night, and we were voting on it the next day. It was a bill nobody read. It increased our spending and the deficit by, the the deficit went up over a trillion dollars. And Kevin McCarthy says, you've got to vote for this. And I said, Kevin, you're doing the same thing you've railed against Nancy Pelosi. We all have for the last six years, and you're doing the same damn thing. And, uh, you know, so he's going to do it uh, uh, expeditious just to get it done, and it's not the right thing for the country. And we can't go down that. We, we've got to change the course of this nation. 
Wait, you know, Jim Banks might be a good one. We know he works uh, he, he works well with uh, Jim Jordan, and we know that Nancy Pelosi didn't want him on the January 6th committee, which tells me that uh, he's mm-hmm. more of a, you know, a straight shooter type guy. And I guess it's sort of a side question. It made me think, well, what's your insight, if you want to share it with us, on what really happened on January 6th? I submit to you that the FBI or other entities was involved in fomenting whatever violence they could kind of conjure up. What are your thoughts? No, I agree with you. You look at how that whole thing, there was a coup, and that coup started in 2016 when Melania and Donald Trump came down the escalator in New York. You know, you look at the intelligence agencies, the DOJ, you know, the Obama administration um, approving wiretaps on Trump. He really hadn't even declared that. And um, and um, uh, what was your question? I forget. Well, I it was off. about was factions of the FBI actually involved in fomenting? Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you look at the Ray Epps stories. There's no clarification on that. Um, the way that uh, Donald Trump had asked for the National Guard, Pelosi denied that. Then she puts the blame on Paul Irving, who's a sergeant of arms. Paul was just ate that the way it should be, but only if they're going to hold people accountable. If they're going to do these open-ended investigations, and this is one of my problems with Jim Jordan, he was on the Benghazi hearings. And, yeah, they got some great information, and we were in charge, but nothing happened with that. Nothing happened with those things that they came out on. Um, and, um, you know, so they need to follow that stuff. And I, I believe the FBI was in there. I mean, it goes back to the coup when you have Peter Strzok and all these other mm-hmm. people and Lisa Page, the nefarious things they did and getting the FISA warrants under uh, false pretenses, uh, those people should be in prison, but nobody was held accountable. I think there might even be a connection that goes all the way back to uh, uh, when they tried to kidnap the Michigan governor. The FBI was involved in that. Yeah, I think yeah. They, yeah they, they were leading more than they were just uh, witnessing, if you will. So we've got some issues there. I mean, uh, who, who would be best suited to help clean up the DOJ uh, as Speaker of the House? I think Jim Banks would probably be, he, he's an outsider, but he, he is somewhat establishment. But I've worked with Jim. He is very focused. He's very um, stern. Um, as chairman of the Republican Study Committee, he was very organized. And I think he would be very methodical, and I think he would be a good one. I think Kevin Hearn could do the same thing. Uh, Mike Johnson, obviously, uh, he, I mean, he was there on the impeachment trials on the, the Republican side. We, and I think those two, either one of those would be good. Uh, uh, Steve Scalise, I think, is going to be too much of the establishment and play the game. Former Congressman Ted Young. I like Steve. Yeah, no, we appreciate your insights. <laughs> uh, you really have shed some great light on this issue, and we appreciate it, and we hope to talk to you again very soon. Uh, you betcha, man. You take yep. care, Ted. Yeah. 745 on the Bob Rose Show. Still hasn't invited me fishing, but I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> Um, anyway, no, great guy. And there you go. Man, some great insight. Mm-hmm. And then whether we get the same kind of insight or something different from now, current Congresswoman Kat Kamick with the, you know, the same seats took over from Ted. Um, we're going to talk to her. 